0: Live from the heartland and the crossroads of America, it's Tony Katz today.
1: What exactly did they do? Uh, well, they cheapened the meaning of uh, impeachment. Um, They continue to shred the Constitution, Um, and I I think they made themselves look very foolish, as even the Senate Republicans are conceding this morning, the ones you bump into or talk to. Um, You know, the, the impeachment is an extraordinary remedy for a president or
0: another high official who engages in treason, bribery, or high crimes and misdemeanors against the republic. It's not uh, a tool for trying to settle policy differences. If a guy doesn't do his job, how is that not a misdemeanor? He's failing America. People are dying because Mayorkas isn't doing his job. I can make this argument. I know that there are other people out there who question whether or not the argument can be made. I think it is a rather simple one. But I don't listen to Jamie Raskin tell me how I can make the argument. A guy who questioned whether or not Trump was allowed to be president in 2016, who then sat as an impeachment manager, you want to talk about abusing the system, is now going to talk about cheapening things? Oh, holy hell. It's a lot of low. It's a lot of low. I just don't know who this story grabs, right? When Raskin says this to to Tamika Brzezinski on MSNBC, does it really grab a, a, a big audience? You take a look at the special election, which I'm going to get into. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today. Good to be with you. And if I sound a little weird, it's a cold. That's all it is. The special election had the Democrat winning the seat that used to be held by George Santos, the liar and the fraud who got kicked out of the House. First, Republicans kick people out, but Democrats never do. Ilhan Omar, that Jew-hating bigot, is still there. Rashida Tlaib, that Jew-hating bigot, is still there. Adam Schiff, who lied morning, noon, and night about Russia, 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 is still there. They never do anything. It's a lesson for the Republican Party. Just like it's a lesson to go forward with impeachment. Oh, he's not going to get removed. That's too bad. But they had to see that the Republicans were willing to do it. They had to see that it was on the table, and they didn't get to decide, oh, you're not being serious. Oh, you're shredding the Constitution. Sit down and be quiet. Don't you know you're terrible, Jamie Raskin? When you do it, it's honorable. When Republicans do it, it is the crime of the century. This is the argument that gets made constantly. How is it effective? Yet somehow it's effective. And part of the problem is no one ever told Jamie Raskin to shut the hell up. That is part of the problem. No member of Congress ever said, why don't you shut the hell up? He's there on, on in the Capitol engaged in this conversation. A Republican should walk by and say, why don't you shut the hell up and just keep walking or get into the verbal altercation with them right there. You have to confront these animals where they are. These power-hungry fiends, if you don't like the use of the word animal, oh, you're dehumanizing people. These are the same people who will tell you that Joe Biden is fine, just fine, no problems whatsoever. Oh, my gosh, he's so incredibly sharp. President Biden, you know, regularly off, sometimes several times in a week or usually several times in a week his mental acuity is great it's fine it's as good as it's been over the years I've been speaking to him for 30 years since we worked on the Brady Bill and the assault weapons ban when I was a young congressman <laughs> um, and um, he's 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 fine all this right wing propaganda that his mental acuity has declined is wrong he's going to win the election It's right-wing propaganda to notice that he can't complete a a sentence? It's right-wing propaganda in in, in the special counsel's report? Well, the special counsel's not a neurologist. He can't make these determinations. He can share what he noted and the reasons why he didn't bring charges. Anybody who says Joe Biden is fine is lying. So when I talk about power-hungry...
1: His age is his age, yes. I'll tell you this, though. I've worked with the president for a long time, especially closely as speaker when he was president, and now since then. And he knows. I mean, he... He's always on the ball. He knows these issues. He knows the legislation. He helped write some of it. He campaigned on it. He remembers it. Uh, anyone who would uh, think that they're at some advantage because of his age uh, uh, thinks that at their peril because he's very
0: sure that is a dereliction of duty. And that's exactly what Alejandro Mayorkas is guilty of, in my view. I have no problem with the impeachment whatsoever. And Democrats need to see, yep, this can happen to you too. Now, do we want to use impeachment as this kind of tit-for-tat tool? Are, are, are you sure we're going to stop doing this craziness? Because cause we'll keep going. There is a lesson to be learned here. But for Speaker Mike Johnson, eh, he's got a little bit more. What does the impeachment bring? What does it do? Does it bring in more fundraising opportunities? Is it something that you can now campaign on? Does it actually help you in some level of primary or general election? And then you take a look at the other thing he has to deal with, which is, of course, this legislation through the Senate this 90-plus billion dollars for Ukraine, for Israel, for Taiwan, etc., where you've got the president of the United States saying, you absolutely have to pass this. You got to get this passed. And then while the president is putting the pressure on Mike Johnson, speaker, he goes into a full Trump screed.
2: But in recent days, those stakes have risen. And that's because the former president has sent a dangerous and shockingly, frankly, un-American signal to the world. Just a few days ago, Trump gave an invitation to Putin to invade some of our allies, NATO allies. He said if an ally didn't spend enough money on defense, he would encourage Russia to, quote, do whatever the hell they want, end of quote. Can you imagine a former president of the United States saying that? The whole world heard it. The worst thing is he means it. No other president in our history has ever bowed down to a Russian dictator. Let me say this as clearly as I can.
0: I never will. But if I have to, I'm going to fire some people so my son can get a whole bunch of cash and I can get 10 percent. Or is it 15 percent? I don't remember. Whatever he gives me is fine. As long as there's ice cream, maybe a pudding cup. He did this in the middle of a conversation about Wanting to push Speaker Johnson into voting for this, but Speaker Johnson has been clear: I'm not voting for this, and he has stated that he will not be jammed into this. The border comes first, and this was Speaker this was Speaker Mike Johnson just earlier today.
1: Hey, and also Valentine's Day as has been mentioned. Um, the American people are not feeling very loved right now, though they're not they're not feeling heard by the Biden administration. And I'm going to recap a few of the things that we've you've heard here this morning already. First of all, regarding this fitness for office of the president, Americans have been speaking out about the president's mental acuity and the double standards within his Justice Department. On Thursday, as you know, the special counsel confirmed that President Biden mishandled classified materials in a way that presented serious risk to national security. He broke the law, but he's not going to be charged. Why is that? Well, special counsel said that it decided not to indict the president in part because there are significant limitations on his memory. And a jury wouldn't convict him because he would be presented as, quote, an elderly man with a poor memory. That, that did not inspire confidence among the American people. It's of great concern to us. Ultimately, they're indicting, remember now, the DOJ is indicting one president with politically motivated charges, and they are now carrying the water for another amid very similar allegations. A man too incapable of being held accountable for mishandling classified information is certainly unfit for the Oval Office. And everyone in this room, if you just ask yourself that question, you will come to the same conclusion. On energy, this isn't the only issue, you know, that the Biden administration is facing criticism for. Americans have expressed their frustration with his attacks on energy independence. We say all the time here that energy security is national security. The two things are directly related. It's also the lifeblood of the U.S. economy in so many ways. But the president has paused pending approvals on exports of liquefied natural gas. Why? Why would he do that? It's completely counterproductive for our country, and it is dangerous. My home state of Louisiana happens to be the largest producer of America's LNG. We, we try to export that around the world. But he is stalling LNG export terminals like Calcasieu Pass 2. It's nothing but a political ploy to appease radical climate activists. At great cost. It, job creators and energy producers are going to have to pause their projects. It's going to jeopardize thousands of U.S. jobs. And our partners in Europe, who were promised an alternative to Russian energy, will now have to f- uh, source fuel from Moscow. They're going to line Putin's pockets. If we don't send American LNG to our friends and allies in that part of the world, they will have to go to Moscow to get it. We'll have to turn energy sources that aren't as clean. Our European friends and allies will turn to these sources that are not as clean. Russian gas is not as clean as U.S. gas uh, to make up for all those losses. And that's why this week the House is moving on legislation to depoliticize the LNG permitting process.
0: I like this conversation from, from Mike Johnson, from the Speaker. I think these are things that would connect with independence. What I have not been able to determine is where are they utilizing these conversations? Where do they go out and share these conversations? And outside of Mike Johnson, who else is having these conversations in a rational way? These are things that affect voters. The vast majority of people are having conversations on the political right that involve Trump. Trump should not be the conversation at all. At all. And this is why the people backing Lara Trump for the RNC are out of their damn heads. And I'll get to that. But one of the things that Mike Johnson stated was that when it comes to this, uh, this money, this aid bill, we're not gonna get forced into it. It's just
1: not going to happen. Regarding the border, you know, <laughs> Talk about the American people not being listened to. They are crying out to the Biden administration to secure the border. This is not a Republican issue. It's an issue for every single person, and everybody knows it. We know the stories of children being poisoned by fentanyl and cities being overwhelmed by migrant surges. We know House Republicans have shown that we are listening to and and, and holding the administration accountable for this catastrophe. We're listening to the people. We're taking action to hold Biden accountable. Last night, the House voted to approve articles of impeachment against Secretary Mayorkas. Desperate times call for desperate measures. We had to do that. He has abdicated his responsibility, he's breached the public trust, and he's disregarded the laws Congress has passed. But but much more has to be done, of course, to secure the border. And what the Senate produced this week is silent on that issue. Senator McConnell and I have spoken about this in frank sessions, and let me be clear here again this morning. The Republican led House will not be jammed or forced into passing a foreign aid bill that was opposed by most Republican senators and does nothing to secure our own border. It's time for Washington to start showing some love to Americans on Valentine's Day. This is a good day to point this out. You need to listen to the American people and their needs and take action. And that's why House leadership will continue to govern with Americans' interests at heart. But I'll well, take. I think that
0: he is absolutely correct there. That the border will come first. And he is also in a place that if he should somehow vote on aid to Ukraine or Israel, which I support aid to both places, without a border deal, his days as speaker are over, finished, done. It'll happen quick, super quick. So Biden can pressure all he wants And, of course, Biden can't even stay on track. He's going to talk about Trump as well. These people can't stop talking about Trump. America doesn't care. They care about their 401K. They care about the price of eggs. They care about a future. They want their life to be a little easier. And everybody else is involved in this weird idol worship freak show. And, honestly, I think it's a bunch of crap. Speaker Johnson is doing everything right. The question is, can he turn it into donations and can he turn it into electoral victories? I'm Tony Katz and this is Tony Katz today. It's a post from Congressman Mike Turner that is turning heads. It's being discussed with Jake Sullivan, the National Security Advisor, in the White House briefing. Mike Turner, Congressman from the 10th District of Ohio, and he is the chairman of the House Intelligence Committee. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today, good to be with you. This is the statement in full. This came out less than an hour ago. On what's today? On Wednesday. Today, the House Permanent Select Committee on Intelligence has made available to all members of Congress information concerning a serious national security threat. I am requesting that President Biden declassify all information relating to this threat so that Congress, the administration, and our allies can openly discuss the actions necessary to respond to this threat. That's all it says. I have absolutely no idea what's happening here. I'll tell you this. That's the kind of language that makes anybody from the most seasoned guy in the Pentagon to the layman on the street corner say, I'm sorry, what did he just say? That is a statement that somehow, somewhere, And one now has to, your imagination can flow, whether it's in the United States or elsewhere. There is a threat that will do harm, that will do damage, that will lead to death. That's the only way you can think about this. We don't know what that is yet. Jake Sullivan would not comment on it from the podium, the National Security Advisor. He's talking about other things right now, engaged in other conversations elements of the bill that we have supported that would reform and update FISA to
2: protect the civil liberties of Americans. But a warrant requirement from our perspective would go too far in undermining the very purpose of FISA. And frankly, it would put victims at risk. Also on TikTok, sir, uh, just as the national security advisor, is it at all problematic for the president's campaign to be using a platform uh, that is deemed a national security threat? Is Is there a risk that mixed messaging here could be a problem?
0: I'm not going to deal with campaign questions here. All I will say... He doesn't have to deal with campaign questions. Anything about FISA and whether or not the courts are utilized or the tools are utilized to surveil Americans, if they are, they have to stop. And if that means your job is tougher, I don't care. But this is going to be the conversation. Uh, Congressman Jim Banks is scheduled to be with us coming up from the Indiana 3rd uh, District. We are going to ask him specifically... About this, we're also going to get the update on the impeachment of Mayorkas. Uh, what's going to happen in in the Senate, and how how do, does the House now start getting victories from this? So we will address that with them. This is all I have right now. All I have on this conversation. This statement from. Mike Turner, chairman of the House Intelligence Committee. Today, the House Permanent Select Committee on Intelligence has made available to all members of Congress information concerning a serious national security threat. I am requesting that President Biden declassify all information relating to this threat so that Congress, the administration and our allies can openly discuss the actions necessary to respond to this threat. If you wanted to just, you know, sound a starting pistol. Well, you've done it. This is all anybody is going to think of. This is all anybody is going to discuss. What in the world does he mean by this? But we do have other subjects. Like if you want to remove the Biden administration from power, can you win? And should it all be about the president? Or can we agree that maybe winning the Senate... And winning the house have a value because they do they really do. Congressman Jim Banks scheduled to join us next find everything at tonycats.com become a supporter I'd greatly appreciate it if you did Tonycats.com this is Tony Katz today.
2: Use of white uh, phosphorus By Israel on a recent Attack in Lebanon I mean we look at reports that Happen in all conflict situations all around The world that's part of what we do to Ensure our own compliance with international Obligations but I can't confirm Any particular
0: formal review Of uh, the kind that you're referring That's Jake Sullivan National Security Advisor it's kind of fascinating That That Biden's team still does have conversations speaking about, hey, just because this claim is made about Israel in its war with Hamas, this terrorist organization, doesn't make it true. You have John Kirby discussing Israel going to great lengths to not kill civilians. And then you've got President Biden saying that Israel is over the top. The mixed messaging is massive. Tony Katz Tony Katz today, good to be with you. Congressman Jim Banks joins me right now. He is from the Indiana 3rd District, that's the Fort Wayne area, serves on the House Committee on Armed Services, Education and the Workforce, and the Select Committee on the Strategic Competition between the United States and the Chinese Communist Party. There's a series of things that I'd like to get to uh, with you, sir. But uh, the first, uh, even though it has just come out, This statement from Congressman Mike Turner, chairman of the House Intelligence Committee, stating uh, that the committee has made available to all members information concerning a serious national security threat and that he is asking President Biden to declassify everything related to it so the administration, allies and others in Congress can have a conversation and figure out how to respond. Is there anything you know about this that you could share with us?
2: Well, it, uh, first and foremost, it's classified. We've been invited to go into the skiff and review it, which I'll be doing later today. Uh, I don't know. More, I don't know more than that. I know uh, Chairman Turner, chairman of the Intelligence Committee, uh, is um, on the front lines of reauthorizing FISA, and that's a debate that we're having in Congress. I believe FISA needs to be significantly reformed uh, to uh, prevent from. Uh, those uh, laws being politicized in a way that they have over the last few years, but I, I don't know yet what the what the classified information that they are making available to members of Congress is because I haven't seen it yet. But I will later today. But I, be, be, being classified is hard to hard to talk about it at this point.
0: I believe the term that he utilized was to to declassify all the information. That's why I asked about it. But if if you have not yet seen it, you are going to be seeing it later today.
2: That's right. Uh, We'll we'll go see it later today. He's calling on the president to declassify it. The president has the the power to do that. Uh, Congress doesn't. So if President Biden declassifies it, then it can be made readily available to the public. Obviously, if if Mike Turner, uh, chairman of the Intelligence Committee, believes that this is something that's really significant that members of Congress should see that could guide our decision making about issues related to FISA or national security, all members of Congress should make time today to go see it.
0: So what he's making available is the classified information that you would have to go to a skip for a specialized compartmented information uh, facility. These are the kinds of documents that Joe Biden had at his home in Delaware and no charges uh, being brought uh, against him. I will get uh, to that. But this does lead us to the impeachment of Alejandro Mayorkas. It took Two uh, bites at the apple to get this done. 214 to 213 vote, the first cabinet member uh, to be impeached, I think, since the 1870s. Was this about Mayorkas, or was this about we can't get to Biden? We can't get away with that one, so this will do.
2: Well, the buck stops with Joe Biden. And I voted yesterday, I voted last week to impeach Mayorkas. He deserves to be impeached for high crimes and misdemeanors and aiding and abetting a foreign invasion of our country. But I do do agree, Tony, that for all the reasons that we're impeaching Mayorkas, we should be impeaching Joe Biden for those reasons, plus the corruption of his family, the abuse of his powers, using the FBI to cover up information about his son's crimes, um, all of the foreign entanglements that the Biden family has with the money that they've taken through Hunter and and his activities. So my, my hope is that now we move into now that the Mayorkas impeachment is over, we move into the serious, the more serious matter, and that's impeaching Joe Biden, the most corrupt president we've ever had in American history.
0: We all understand that this is not going to move forward in the Senate where the trial takes place. The Senate is not going to remove him. And you have people like Congressman Jamie Raskin saying that this is the shredding of the Constitution. Those were uh, his words. And uh, that uh, the, the Republicans are simply unserious when they bring about these kinds of moves. Is this political? Or is this is, is it your belief that the American people, independents, moderates, the suburban soccer mom, et cetera, see this as something that he should be held uh, accountable for? Yeah,
2: the, the, very, the very nature of, of all people, Jamie Raskin making a claim like that when he was on the front lines of both of the Trump impeachments and the sham January 6th committee. I mean, the guy is a political clown, but put that aside. The open border at our southern border is the biggest issue Affecting um, our nation today, and you have Joe Biden, Mayorkas, and this administration circumventing the rule of law. Ten millions illegals invading our country, preventing the state of Texas from securing their own state border from this foreign invasion. Drugs, crime, everything that's coming with it that will impact our country for a generation to come. So, uh, the, the 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 seriousness of this issue and the the fact that the House impeached. Mayorkas the trial in the Senate is mandatory and this, I think this is a really important part of it both for Mayorkas and when we move forward with impeaching Joe Biden have the public hearing to present the facts in the United States Senate and uh, I, there, there's going to be a lot of egg on the faces of those democrats who voted to impeach Trump but don't vote to impeach Mayorkas or even more importantly Joe Biden in the future after that public trial makes all of these facts readily available to the public I think that's the that's the really important part of it, the transparency of these hearings in the Senate are so important as we talk about how how we have to move forward to secure our country, secure our border and clean up the mess of the Biden administration.
0: Allow me to push back just for a moment, sir. Talking to Congressman Jim Banks of the Indiana Third District candidate for Senate, Republican candidate in the state of Indiana. What egg, what face? I've watched the Democratic Party move uh, for years. They don't ever get embarrassed by anything. Adam Schiff stated that he had the information cold about things Donald Trump was doing with Russia and never presented it. And that man, sir, still has his committee assignments. Isn't the egg on the face of Republicans who let people like uh, like Adam Schiff, who let people uh, like bigot Rashida Tlaib or bigot Ilhan Omar continue on committees?
2: You, Your uh, ire with the Republican Party is well deserved, but the public hearing in the Senate uh, uh, over both Mayorkas and Biden, I think, are very important. Uh, very important for the American people to see it. You can't you can't censor that. It's public and transparent in a way that uh, all of the, all of this hasn't been, as the mainstream media covers up for Joe Biden, as they censored the, everything from the Hunter Biden laptop to. The abuses of power since Joe Biden has been in office, and what they've done to destroy this country by opening the border, that all becomes part of the public debate in a in a hearing before the Senate. And I think it'll be, you know, of, of course, I'm not naive about this. The de- Democrats protect their own; they're not going to remove Mayorkas or remove Joe Biden. But at least they have to have a debate, a hearing about it, and they have to vote on it, and that's entered into the public record as we. Um as this as this country recognizes that we can't afford um, another year of Joe Biden, let alone another four years of the mess that they've created in this country. but I, I get it. I mean your 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 frustration with the Republican Party, which has once again last night proven itself to be the stupid party, given away yet another a seat in our majority to the Democrats after ousting George Santos, a big change of, of precedence in American history to oust a guy who wasn't even who still yet today hasn't even been convicted of a crime, and we gave his seat away to Democrats because a few uh, New York Republicans couldn't explain why the guy was serving in Congress alongside them. Um, Of course, uh, I mean, I I understand your frustration, your ire with the Republican Party. It's well-deserved. But those public transparent hearings about Mayorkas and Biden and those impeachment hearings, I think, are very important.
0: But this is, this is really the conversation, sir. How does this turn into winning? When you talk about George Santos being removed and Democrats never remove anybody, and then you have the former congressman uh, in, in that area of New York, Democrat Tom Susie, uh, winning the seat, a very, very close race. Um, you know, uh, you have Speaker Johnson saying, hey, they spent $15 million. They had a known name. We had no, someone you never heard of before, and we made them spend money. This isn't the worst thing in the world. But it is a pretty bad thing. When we take a look at the impeachment of Mayorkas, has there been a conversation, a real political conversation of, here's how it hurts us, here's how it helps us, is this the best decision to make?
2: I, I believe it's important. I, I, I believe that uh, politically and for the sake of our country, impeaching the cabinet secretary who is most responsible for destroying this country with a wide open border, that's a that's – a, uh, a, 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 pre, a, a well, uh, well, well, precedented vote that we cast last night to to impeach him, but that trial and that public, very public hearing in the Senate that will get a lot of attention over what's going on there. I, I, just, I just think it's really important, Tony, and, and do and the same with President Biden. The reason that we have to impeach President Biden is that so no president in the future can ever look back and say Joe Biden got got away with that type of corruption, with his family profiting from. Our foreign adversary selling access to his dad, the senator, vice president, president of the United States of America. There, there needs to be a marker planted in the ground and say, "That's wrong. That's corrupt. That shouldn't happen." And that's why we should impeach him for it.
0: Let me uh, move a little bit to the words of Speaker Mike Johnson. Humanized. Sorry about that, uh, Speaker Mike Johnson, stating quite clearly that when it comes to the Senate aid package, the 90 plus billion dollars for Ukraine,
1: Israel, and Taiwan, he will not be jammed into voting for this thing. Disregarded the laws Congress has passed. But but much more has to be done, of course, to secure the border. And what the Senate produced this week is silent on that issue. Senator McConnell and I have spoken about this in frank sessions and let me be clear here again this morning, The Republican-led House will not be jammed or forced into passing a foreign aid bill that was opposed by most Republican senators and does nothing to secure our own border. It's time for Washington to start showing some love to Americans. On Valentine's Day, this is a good day to point this out. You need to listen to the American people and their needs and take action. And that's why House leadership will continue to govern with Americans' interests at heart. So he's saying
0: that the $95 billion passed by the Senate aid that i'm in favor of because i do believe in supporting ukraine with bullets i do believe in supporting uh, uh israel with 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 missiles i just don't think that this should be looked at as a jobs package and when democrats do that like representative crow and others i find it despicable but you're he is saying that the house will not vote on this until there is border legislation am i hearing him correctly
2: Yes. And I I I couldn't be happier with uh Mike Johnson's leadership on this on this note. No, no more money for Ukraine. And you can I, I understand your position on Ukraine, Tony, but it betrays the American people when we have a wide open southern border. We haven't funded the wall. We haven't secured the border. But now we're in the hundreds of billions of dollars that we've sent to Ukraine to take care of their those issues without taking care of our own. And and Mike Johnson is unequivocal in it and and house republican majority we stand we we stand on the side of the speaker with securing the border first before we focus on the ukraine issue this this bill that passed out of the senate is 62.3 billion dollars for ukraine uh, out of the 95 billion not a cent for our own southern border another 14 billion dollars for israel which is really important and the house has passed aid to israel over to the senate they haven't taken it up with offsets to to pay for it, um, because they 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 are so religiously focused on Ukraine without focusing on putting America first, bankrupting our own country without securing our own border, and the House Republican the House Republican majority, even at this point with a two seat Republican majority, we stand unified and firmly against those efforts to uh, that, that that don't do anything for America but help uh, other countries instead.
0: Before I, I let you go, sir, uh, a question about your Senate race. You're a candidate for Senate in the state of Indiana, a Republican, uh, and you're, you want to be the Republican nominee. And there has been a very large back and forth about somebody running against you and whether they can be on the ballot. Uh, John and whether he has uh, actual eligibility and it's in front of the, the Indiana Supreme Court uh, right now. Uh, regardless, uh, there are ads that run on my home radio station, WIBC in Indianapolis, that specifically discussed the border, and from those ads, you would think that you, Jim Banks, are personally driving illegal immigrants across the border and teaching them how to destroy America and giving Trump the finger on the wall. This is... Go ahead. No, you go ahead, sir.
2: These ads are completely false. And the more people will learn about John Rust, my... A prospective opponent, the more they won't buy into anything the guy says. I mean, the, they're they're complete lies. I mean, I, this is the reason that Donald Trump has endorsed me over him, and told him to to back off and and quit using his names and ads because John Russ is a lifelong Democrat. He voted for Obama Biden. He he's he's not a a Republican conservative uh, fighter for our country. He's been on the side of the Democrats for most of his life, and that's why he wasn't. That's why he had to sue the state to strike down the laws, to be eligible to get his name on the ballot because he's a Democrat. Um, He should be running as a Democrat, not a Republican. So my my record speaks for itself, strong on the border, strong on national security, strong fiscal conservative pro-life leadership in the House of Representatives. I led the largest conservative caucus in the House, and I'm running for the Senate because the Senate needs more conservatives who are going to put America first, and uh, fight for this country, put, put the interests of this country over the interests of other countries around the world. And that's what I'm, I'm going to do when I get to the Senate and fight alongside uh, President Trump to get it done.
0: Congressman Jim Banks of the Indiana 3rd District, I appreciate you taking the time to be with us. More to get to. I'm Tony Katz. Times day uh go fall in love, kitten. Honestly, uh, to 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 quote Doug Judy from Brooklyn nine nine, take the time to smush. Tony Katz Tony Katz today What? like God can't quote the Pontiac Bandit? What are you even talking crazy for? I uh, I am uh uh, a, a guy who uh, believes that, you know, there there's no nothing wrong with Valentine's Day. There is, however, massive levels of overreaction to Valentine's Day. And if you're somebody who ranks the relationship based on the gift-giving for Valentine's Day, I make the argument that you're somebody not to be in a relationship with. It's my argument. If it matters to you, that you are getting this and that, and the the, the jewelry has to be a certain size, a certain amount of money has to be spent. Yeah, you're, you're, you're absolutely the person I do not want to spend Valentine's Day with. People go way overboard. Nothing wrong with a gift. There's something wrong with thinking that you need a day to actually prove your love. I'm Tony Katz.